Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Rich Man Podcast. I'm so excited for today. Those of you who have been in my world for quite some time, if you're in my programs, you all know that I am on a path of getting certified in human design and it has blown my mind diving into this work. Um, I've been looking at things and like I really got into human design, I would say like two years ago. And recently I've just been sprinkling it into how I've been coaching and it's been so well received that it was the confirmation I needed to like really get certified and just take take it on, really infuse into all the things and how I teach. So I'm super excited uh, to officially bring that to you today. We're going to talk about human design and your business, what it means. If you don't know your human design type, don't know how what that looks like, I would go to bodygraph.com. You would put in your um, time of uh, time of birth and your birthplace and obviously your birth date and it will give you your your design and your chart and you will be able to read your chart in my new program the era of money I'm going to walk you through how to pull out pieces of your chart and how it affects your business what we don't realize which is what it was so fascinating to me I'm a five one splaining projector and I felt misaligned forever. I I mean, we know that business is a very hustle, hustle, hustle culture. And if you're not trying hard, you're not doing enough. And as a projector, I am a uh, lower energy type. I'm a non-energy type, um, human design type. So for me, it was, I was constantly exhausted. I was constantly misaligned. I was burnt out. I was bitter that I was tired. I was bitter at other people for surpassing me. Projectors oftentimes feel very second place in business because we don't have as much generated energy as other design types. And it was interesting when I first began, because I felt very out of place and misaligned in the business world. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know what's happening. And this is why when I had my very first coaching experience, which if you were uh, on this podcast in the beginner stages of this, you know, one of my first episodes was my first coach and my experience with that first coach. And it, the strategies that I was taught to do, I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't do business like this. And when I got into human design, it was so interesting to see how like, it's actually so eerie when you really see who you are and how it's how it's built into your chart. You're like, oh my God, this is so true. I feel this all the time. And it it really changed my life. So if you're someone who feels very inconsistent with success, um, the ways you're showing up feel inconsistent, you're tired, you're exhausted, you're bitter, you're angry, you're disappointed. If you're excited about something, but it doesn't last long either, like there's no consistency in your excitement or how you are creating within your business, creating for your business. If it's kind of working for you in terms of your strategy, but it's not like fully, it's not like the it thing. Like you're like, I still feel off. This is where human design comes in. I'm telling you, it is a game changer. I went from literally overworked and bitter at life with like no light at the end of the tunnel to human design being the path that I was led down and it's changed my world. So what I want to do today is just walk you through um, the design types. So you, you will all get your design 
briefly read, but I want to walk you through like when it comes to business, what to expect, what you should not be doing and what you should consider doing instead. Um, human design, there are multiple, multiple layers of it. There is there's a lot that goes into it, which I'm going to be teaching you in the program that we have coming up in the beginning of May. So what I want to start with is our many gen. So if you're manifesting generator, you are one of our most common um, design types that we have in this world. And what's interesting is many gens aren't meant to be niched or limited. Manifesting generators are multi-passionate and constantly reinventing themselves. So we're taught in business to niche down, niche down, niche down, be specific, be this, be that. And for manifesting generators, it's really difficult to do that because you're not built to be that way. Like you're not meant to be um, that specific and that stuck. Like you're meant to go with what you find joyous, it'll almost feel kind of, I don't want to say manic in that sense, but it'll almost feel depending on who you are, um, that you just want to dip your toes into different things and just really find your joy and follow your joy for children who are manifesting generators. For most children, they look like quitters. So they're like, I want to play football. And then they're like, Nope, I want to try soccer or Nope, I want to do this. And it'll look like they're quitting, but they're really not. They're being hands-on. They're meant to try things on. The interesting thing about a manifesting generator is you're more generator than you are manifester, right? Those are two separate design types. Um, so as a generator, you have the energy uh, from the manifestor to be big, to be bold, um, but you're not meant to move. You, you move faster than generator because that manifestor quality, but you're not meant to move too quick. Like for you, you're meant to really try things on and get a feel for it. So for you to really activate that, that hell yes of like, this is the thing I need to be doing. You're meant to play with things. So an example is if I was a manifesting generator, when it came to human design, what I would do is I would try it on. I would uh, learn human design. I'd create a post about it. I would maybe consider doing a masterclass on it. I would just see how it feels to teach it, to have the conversation about it. And then based on that, I would know if it felt like a, oh, hell yeah, this needs to be like a standard in my business. This needs to be a program. This needs to be something. I would know internally if that is for me. So if you're a manifesting generator, you're not meant to be limited. You're meant to be big and to be bold. And you're meant to reinvent yourself and to try things on and be multi-passionate. So if you've been stuck in the, I have to do it this way because I was told to, just know that you're not supposed to be that way. The way that I teach niching, if this is if this feels good, please try it on, is as long as you're very specific on who you're working with. So like you have a very ideal person in mind, what you offer, it doesn't matter. Like it can be, it can be more broad. And then if you want to have more specific uh, containers, I would say your who being a bit more broad. So as long as you're playing into, and tapping into that and having a bit of specificity, but not too much where you feel limited, that's really, really important. Okay. So you're meant to feel, I don't want to say all over the place, but kind of all over the place, try things on, play with it. And then once you get that feedback from, you will know if it's a hell yes, you have that deep intuition. Um, you, you'll know if it's a full body hell yes. You'll also find too, that when you say, uh-huh, and uh-uh, uh, many, many manifesting generators will verbally give the uh-uhs or uh-huhs. So pay attention to what you're saying and how you're saying it, because you'll hear yourself, give yourself that confirmation of whether or not it's for you or not for you.
Moving on to our uh, generator. So generators in business are uh, not supposed to be cold DMing people on the internet. I know we're taught to, you know, DM people and uh, introduce yourself and do that, but that's really not what you're supposed to be doing. Generators are meant to follow their joy and their passion. And you really respond well when you're listening to the needs that your audience has and the conversations your audience is having. Here's an example. If I was a generator in business, I wouldn't be like, hey guys, do you want human design? Or hey guys, or I'm going in a DM saying like, you want your free chart read? Or hey guys, do you want this? Or like DMing people privately. What I would do instead is I would listen to what my audience is saying. Like if people were like, oh man, I just wish business was easier. Or, oh man, I just wish that I... I had more energy or I just wish that content felt easier. I wish that success felt more fluid. And I'd be like, oh, interesting. I would pull those pieces out based on what felt good for me and what felt exciting and fun to me. I would say, great, this is what I'm going to do. Human design and fluidity when it comes to success. Human design when it comes to this. So I'm listening to what people are saying that they need help with. And now I'm soaking that in. And if it feels aligned and exciting to me, I'm going to speak on it. I'm going to create content on it. I'm going to sell a program on it. So for you, really listening to what people are saying in your audience is very, 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 very important as a generator. Generators are like the builders of this world. Like they're the, they're, they're, they're the, they're fundamental and they're actually really, really cool people to be. I love my generator clients. They're amazing. But for you and your natural magnetism, you have to be following what you find joyous and allowing those passions kind of like to take you. Generators and my coach, she gave this awesome example. My coach talks about how generators are like the kind of people where like they're, they're, they've always kind of followed their passion. So like an example is like they, when they were little, loved to bake and they got an easy bake oven. And then when, as they grew up and then that easy bake oven turned into like they wanted to go to culinary school and then they wanted to, uh, in culinary school, they realized they really liked desserts and like decorating desserts. And then they went into more of like a specialized uh, dessert creating um niche. And then when they wanted to start teaching that they, they taught how to decorate desserts and cupcakes and cookies. So like, it was like a natural progression over a lifetime that like their passion led them to where they were meant to go. And that's very, very true about our generator clients. So pay attention to what your audience is saying, what they need help with conversations they're having and whatever feels really aligned for you, take it and run with it and trust yourself that it's not meant to look the same on uh, everyone. So if you're second guessing yourself, same thing for manifesting generators do. You have to trust your flow and just trust in the unknown that everything's going to unveil itself in time. Okay. Because a lot of times we like to prove for like, am I doing this right? And for you, it's really just trusting yourself and, and, and going with the flow. Then we have projectors who are people like me. Projectors are, we're actually natural born leaders, which I freaking love, uh, but we should not be hustling. So as non-energy types, we're not meant to be go, go, go. Like we really are sprinters versus marathon runners, uh, but we're supposed to wait for the invitation. And what we do on accident, a lot of projectors will do is they're like, well, I can't initiate anything. So I'm just going to sit here and wait for things to happen. You're not meant to sit around and do nothing. What you're meant to do is stand in your power, allow yourself to be seen in your knowledge, and then people will ask or give the invitation to you. Here's an example. Before I was known for someone who was in marketing and sales and the money mindset piece, uh, a business coach, so to speak, uh, people didn't know I was known for that. I had to create content. I had to own that. I had to stand in my power and my bigness and show up in that and be my biggest fan. It's like, 
envision I am like on stage singing and like no one's in the audience yet. I have to continue to put on that show and sing and be myself. And then as people come in, they're collectively drawn to who I am if what I'm singing or what I'm saying resonates with them. So if you're a projector, it's you have to be singing to that empty audience at first. Can you hold the power of that? Can you stand in your power, allow yourself to be seen fully and just know that your natural magnetism comes from you owning your power. So you're not meant to just wait around and do nothing. You're meant to create those, that piece of content, stand in your power. Uh, they'll, again, they'll be drawn and, and to you and they'll invite you. What I mean by invitation is an example is I'm not going to go around and be like, here's your human design type. Here's what you need to know. Here's why. It's I have to wait until they ask me for advice. So a lot of projectors in our lifetime, we're seen as the people who give a lot of unsolicited advice. And that was me as a child. I was always very like, uh-uh, here's how I see the world. Uh, here's what you need to know. Here's what you're doing wrong. And we're very critical of other people. And so my family was like, okay, are you done? So my husband, when we're both projectors, when my husband is venting, so he's an emotional authority, so he's he's venting. Um, when he's venting, I have to ask, do you want my feedback or you want me just to listen? Because I want him to invite me to give him feedback versus me just giving him feedback when it's not welcome. So projector, stand in your power, allow yourself to be seen. And and again, as you're singing and when no one's listening, do are you someone who starts to starts to sing quieter or are you able to trump the volume and still be your big and your bold self without drowning out who you be naturally? Then we have our manifestors who are second rarest. Um, they are the, they're fantastic, but what manifestors should not do is hold back and avoid initiating opportunities. So manifestors uniquely are the quickest. They are the creators and the initiators. Like when I think of one of my girlfriends, I, I'm almost positive she's a manifestor. She is just she, this is her to a T. Um, they are the type where they are like the big visionaries and like they're, they're the ones that really produce big change in the world like the big, big thinkers, um, you are meant as a, as a manifester to be really big energy. And again, to move quickly, but it's interesting because you're not really meant to like carry out the doing. So it's more of like a, a, like you're the, you're directing the orchestra kind of thing. Like you're creating the music, they're playing the instruments is, is how I envision that looking. Um, and for many of you as manifestors, again, being that, that rare type is sometimes with the big visions, they're not for everyone. Like, especially when I think of like how big change is initiated in this world, the manifestors, some people are like, oh, hell yes. And some people are like, oh, hell no. So you have to really stand in your big vision and stand for what you believe in. And the people who are for you are for you. And that should be enough. Uh, sometimes my manifestor clients, it feels better when they state their intention. And again, because sometimes with, with big energy and the big aura, uh, that's your magnetism is it comes with a lot of people being like, whoa, you are a lot to handle to a certain extent. So for you, stating your intention um, to your audience is really, really helpful. Here's an example. If I'm a manifester and I'm I'm talking, and this is what really hangs a lot of people up, is I'm talking about um, a big income month that I just had, like my six-figure month. And I'm talking about the 100K we brought in. And it's instead of being like, that's just it, some people won't resonate with that. They're like, okay, you're showboating, you're gloating, you're braggadocious. As a manifester, what I might do is state my intention. 
I am showing this to you because I want to show you it's possible. Or this is my mission because X, Y, and Z. Or uh, here's why I do what I do. So stating your intention uh, might be very helpful for you to make sure that the people who are in your aura, who are in your space, know the intention behind the big vision. But again, you're not meant to be facilitating all of the doing. You're meant to be that big visionary um, person. And then we have our reflectors who are our rarest of the rare. And reflectors are interesting because they're completely open. So their chart has no defined centers. If you if you have your human design chart handy or if you get yours on thebodygraph.com, you'll know that uh, a completely open chart means you have no colored in shapes. So you're completely open. And reflectors are typically very, very intuitive. Like they're the type of people who are, uh, they can channel really easily. Like they're, they pick up on what the world is. Is, is is giving them. And reflectors should not push or hustle. Uh, reflectors aren't meant to operate without certain uh, without certainty or full clarity. And what's interesting for reflectors is for big, big, big decisions, waiting a 28-day lunar cycle is very important for you and how you operate. Uh, but not we don't want to make moves out of out of out of confusion or am I is this right for me? You'll know. For reflectors, what they do, they are mirrors for the world. So they show the world where they need healing. So if you're working with a reflector coach or working with a reflector, they mirror back what you need to work on, where you need to heal, uh, where your blocks are, where the hangup is. I had one reflector client and she was a a healer. And I just, rem- oh God, she was so good at it. I She read me once and I was like in tears. She just she, she was fantastic. Um, but what's really helpful for you as a reflector is building a community and sharing your insights with them is really helpful. So again, you're picking up what they're putting down, you're reflecting it back to them. So if you're in a, like the day to day or the, just in navigating your business, and if you're not selling anything currently, I would consider building a community where you can, um, mirror back what they need help with. And again, creating offers that mirror back a specific need that what they might need help with. So an example is when my reflector clients was, there was a big need of tapping into your own unique gifts and your own, um, healing gifts. So when she saw a big need for that, she was reflecting back how, why, and where they need to tweak or rework in order to fully channel their gifts. So she, again, she was reflecting back where they need healing and it was just beautiful to watch her and her full magic. But again, reflectors being not energy types, what might in a fully open chart too is you're you're kind of soaking in almost like a sponge, soaking in everyone else's dev- defined centers. So you want to make sure that at the end of the day, like you're fully releasing other people out of your energy and also really tapping into who you are. Because again, you might be picking up on who other people are and mistaking it for who you are when it's not who you are. So just spend some time with yourself and really tap into who you be at your core and all that good stuff. So I'm so excited for this new program. I hope this gave you some clarity as to who you are and what you do. There are multiple layers of human design as we go into gates and channels and your authority and your line type. It's just really cool to see the synchronicities of like who people be. And when my husband and I realized we're both projectors, we're like, oh, that's why we always give each other advice when it's not welcome or wanted. Very interesting. Uh, but we're going to go into, in the the era of money, we're going to dive into each day over five days, a new piece of your chart. What you're going to do is I'm going to give you the tools to go in and see which pieces of your chart affect your business, how they affect your business and why. It's going to be 
absolutely phenomenal. I'm so very, 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 very excited. If you are interested in the Matrix Mastermind, so the Matrix Mastermind, you get full access to every single program, this one included. We have two spots left for a May start date. So this is the last chance to get in before we begin. It's a rolling mastermind, meaning you stay in for a minimum of three months. And then from there, as long as you want, um, it's going to be fantastic. But this is very hands-on, very intimate support, uh, group calls. You have me in your back pocket to really walk you through transformation, to walk you through all of the things. So in a difference between group program and a mastermind is a group program is more of like a micro mastery of a topic. So example, the human design program is about human design of business. The mastermind would be, okay, how do we apply this to your business specifically and like how we navigate day-to-day business things? In the mastermind, what I love about it being so small is I keep it small on purpose. I want it to feel very hands-on and one-on-one, like I'm in it with you. But also it's really nice to have support when you're going through it. Like meaning if you're having a bad day, if you're uninspired, if you have really awkward client communication, or if you're, you know, just navigating relationships in real life or like money management, we talk about all of the things in the mastermind. So if that's an interest for you, I will put the link uh, to that, to the application in the show notes, as well as the era of money. Human design and business is going to be fantastic, okay? amazing. I love you. You smell nice. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about human design, I highly recommend heading over to my Instagram where we're diving into more of what that looks like and why. Again, the human design conversation has changed my life and how I show up. My clients are like, oh my gosh, that's fascinating. I didn't know that about myself. It's really, really, really cool. So permission to fully fully own who you are to find full alignment. If things feel inconsistent, if things feel hard in your business, we need to have a conversation. Okay. I love you. I will see you next week on the Richmond podcast. Bye.